0: well welcome to episode 123 in the year 2023 how fun is that today we're gonna think differently about relationships I'm Kathy Roats and I'm thrilled and honored that you join me and you 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 share with me your thoughts and your requests thank you thank you for making my podcast and YouTube videos and Facebook lives and LinkedIn lives thank you for making them so spectacular well for the past two weeks, I have been journaling about my uh, trip to Papua New Guinea, and and really what I'm doing is I'm just journaling every day what we did, trying to get those facts and details down so that I don't I don't lose anything, so that my memory doesn't fail me, right? And and what's happening during this journaling is a lot of reflective time, and I'm figuring out my top learning lessons. From my trip so one of the learning lessons I shared with you last week on multiplying and today is another learning lesson on relationships all right so so here's here's how it's going for me I am invested in behavioral studies I absolutely am intrigued uh, by people's behaviors and one of the behavioral assessments that I highly endorse is the DISC assessment. Okay, so you know if you've never taken a DISC assessment, no worries. We can we can figure out, figure you out in two questions. And if you've listened to past podcast episodes, you may have heard this. Uh, but here's the two questions. My first question is related to your pace. What is your pace in life? Are you fast-paced? Everything about you is fast. You think fast, walk fast, talk fast. Everything, everything, fast, 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 fast. Nothing is fast enough. Or, are you steady paced? You take time to breathe. Those fast people stress you out. <laughs> You're more steady in your approach to life. Okay, so whatever your answer is, remember that. Right? Uh, you know, are you fast? or Are you steady? Like if you if you can visualize a circle and and cut it in half horizontally. The fast-paced people put you at the top, and the steady-paced people will put you at the bottom, okay? And then now take that circle and divide it vertically. So now that you have four quadrants, stay in your half, but now you're going to move either to the left or right of your quadrant. Second question has to do with your priority. At the end of a day, what defines an accomplishing day for you? If someone were to ask you at the end of today, hey, did you have a good day? What is it that that would have to happen today to define a good day for you? Usually people are task-focused. If they got a lot done, that gives them that sense of accomplishment. Or they're people-focused. If they connected with people or had great connections, relationships, conversations with people so if you are task focused move to the left quadrant of your half if you are people focused move to the right quadrant of your half so here really easily and quickly we would define you with a d i s or c a d is fast paced task focused an i is fast paced people focused s is steady paced people focused and a C is steady paced task focus. Okay, I love this stuff. I teach it, I analyze people to help me better communicate with them. Well, when we were preparing for our Papua New Guinea trip, we were told that the people of Papua New Guinea are all about relationships, all about relationships. Okay, I mean, that's great, That makes sense. And when I teach the behavioral studies, that's exactly what I teach. Is regardless if you're a task-focused or people person, you have to, we have to, I have to focus on people before I focus on the task. I preach it. I teach it. It was nothing new when we were told that, hey, people of Papua New Guinea are people-focused. They're not about productivity. They're about relationships. Makes total sense. Hmm. until you're in the situation that really enlightens you on truly what relationships means and looks like. So I have three examples that I was very observant to while I was in Papua New Guinea because it was such a great visual. It was such a great definition to the whole idea of relationships. I know I need to be people-focused. I know I need to put people first. But I am a task focused person. And so my habits, uh, they go back to those tasks. So let's start with my friend Lillian Jackson. She was the first person that really visually showed me what it looks like to be relationship focused. So Lillian is, she's a C. She is steady paced, task focused. Her mind works like a computer. She is systematic, she's procedural, she's process-driven, she's efficiency-minded. I mean, everything about the way she acts and talks, you, you can just pick this out. So, so I, I, I was able to pick that out very quickly uh, when, when I talked to her. But then we got into an arena, and actually it was more like an open-air pavilion, where 700 people came to listen to John Maxwell speak. And this was on Tuesday. So this is the second day that we were there. Lillian was nothing like this systematic computer mind that I had gotten to know. She was all over the room. She was introducing herself to people, to strangers, right? She was smiling and eye contact and shaking hands and just walking this entire room, I guess, and and, and being friendly. And my jaw was dropping to the ground because I thought, who is she? Who is she? that person that is so social and so people focused. I, I was trying, but it's not easy. It's not easy to go up and talk to strangers. You know, there's, there was, there was a, a little bit of a language barrier. Okay. There's also a volume barrier when you're in this open air pavilion and, and plus, okay, secrets out. I've got a little bit of a hearing deficiency. I don't really like to admit it or correct it for that matter (laughs) but you know sometimes I don't quite get the pronunciations or if the volume isn't loud enough I don't quite hear it And, and you know if Lillian had those issues she did it with ease and enjoyment and it was it was noticeable it was really noticeable on how awesome she was focusing on people And it it lifted her. I mean, she said, she's like, of all that I was hoping I was giving to the people, they gave so much back. I know. I know. When I can do this, oh, the value, the blessings are there. It's amazing. Okay. So thank you, Lillian. Thank you for continuing to teach me and continuing to help me to marinate on this and learn from you. All right, the second example, actually the last two examples, are from my friend Nathaniel. So Nathaniel, if you're listening, I want to thank you because you really, really taught me so much in that one week that we were together. Nathaniel was assigned to me. Okay, we call them our handler, or I call him my bodyguard. Uh, So he was assigned to me the whole week. He was with me the whole week. We went everywhere. He was learning the facilitator process, and I was learning relationships from him. So the first thing that, that happened was, um, we would go to these different businesses and these different groups and we would host a, a transformational table. And if you haven't heard what that is all about, go back to last week's live video or episode podcast episode 122 and listen to the multiplication video. And I really define those transformational tables, but we, um, Nathaniel was with me on all of these tables and during every table we discussed the same topics the first thing we talked about was the hope chapter the first value word that we focused on was the word hope well i have an efficiency mind and a, a task mind and my um, approach to these tables was to give the same answers at every table there's there's five, five questions after we read some content together. And I gave my answers the same. The same that I did three weeks before when I was in my own table through Zoom. Same answer. I didn't put more thought into it. I just was giving the same answer and really focusing more on my facilitating. Well, after the second or third time, I said, I, I actually noticed. <clears throat> I noticed Nathaniel was giving different answers at every table. And it was really awesome because I got to know him a little better, right? But I commented to him and I said, hey, I said, I noticed you're giving different answers. I'm really getting to know you better. This is great. And he kind of looked at me, um, not confused, but just, well, like, of course I'm giving different answers. And I thought, huh, okay. He says, you know, yesterday we were with a bunch of businessmen. I'm going to give an answer that they can relate to. You know, one of the questions is, is, Hey, who do you know that has hope? And his answer was Abraham Lincoln. Well, that one struck me because I thought you're picking a United States president. That's cool. (laughs) Um, But he said, no, I got, I gotta, I gotta relate to them. So I'm going to give answers that connect with them. You know, and today we were with a bunch of women. We were with a women's group. So today I talked more about my wife and my relationship with my wife because They're not going to really connect or care about Abraham Lincoln like they will my wife. (laughs) Duh. Duh. Of course. I know this. I know this. I know the value of adopting or adapting my conversation or my answers to the audience. Hello, I know this. (laughs) I know it so well that I didn't do it at all and I didn't even think of it talk about putting the whole idea of relationship in motion (sighs) okay that's a good lesson right well then later on that week Wednesday or Thursday Nathaniel came with some gifts for me beautiful gifts beautiful gifts that his wife made me and you know he was telling me how he went home and asked his wife hey what can I get my coach and she made me a Mary blouse and she put pockets in it which is a new thing Beautiful, beautiful pockets. What an extra little perk, right? But here's where the relationship part came in. When he asked his wife, hey, what can we give her? He pulled up pictures of me, and they looked at what I wore throughout the week, the colors I was wearing, so that they could pick out a color that they thought I would like. Wow, thank you. I mean, we were only together for one week. We were only together like three days. Before you, you chose a gift for me. Thank you. That is such a great visual on what relationships are all about. We need to be. I need to be. Transformation begins with me. Not we. I need to be people focused in everything I do. I know this. I teach it. I preach it. But I need to continue to focus on people over tasks. Yet, I was choosing to give the same answers because it was more efficient. That's kind of tasky, right? I was choosing to keep things going on our schedule. That's more tasky. However, you know what? You know what I did do right? I did put thought into my gift to Nathaniel so you know we're not always doom and gloom (laughs) we're not always making mistakes I'm not always making mistakes (laughs) definitely need to look at all avenues because it is in us but we do we have habits I have habits that I fall back on especially when I'm stressed or I'm nervous or I'm lost I have my habits that I go back on you know if we're not intentional we're going to depend on these habits it's, it's not bad to be focused on tasks and it's very necessary at times. But however, you know, people over tasks, people are my, my focus. So I personally, you know, here's another little thought here. I personally, I don't like to be tasked, meaning I don't like it when people D de- me or see me. And that's going back to the disc, uh, definitions. I don't like when I'm tasked or treated like a task. I am a person, and so are you, and so are we, and so is everybody. So thank you. Thank you to my friend Lillian Jackson. Thank you to Nathaniel. Thank you to the entire Tribal Foundation volunteers, because it's not just these two that taught me about relationships or showed me those, those visuals. Thank you to all of you who poured into me that week that I was in Papua New Guinea. Thank you for showing me, showing me love and, and challenging me to continue to grow, growing outside my comfort zones. The challenge is, is helping me to be more empowered. And that's exactly my goal. So I hope that this, this conversation today, and I hope that these examples today are challenging you too. I hope they're challenging your thinking habits. I hope that they are challenging you to To be more people-minded. And for some of you, I'm sure that comes so, so easy. For others, take the challenge. It will make you more efficient. It will make you more empowered. It will make you more full of love, full of joy. So enjoy this week. Happy New Year to you all. I will see you next week where I will be interviewing my friend Lillian Jackson, the same person I was talking about earlier today. I'm going to be interviewing her and digging into her brain. She's got some amazing amazing thoughts. So we'll see you next week on the podcast or YouTube video. See you then. I hope this topic has challenged you in thinking differently as you strive to grow from success to world-class. Please follow this podcast share it with your friends, and follow me and Unity Consulting on all social platforms. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, and our websites, unityconsultingllc.com and kathyrotes.com. Just make sure to spell my name right. I look forward to connecting with you next time to challenge your habits so that you are more efficient and fully empowered.